This is Tipstar's Group 1 horse racing throughout Australia and we're here to examine the big races and the betting strategy for today. And they're off. G'day everybody, welcome back. Boy, we got a great day of racing ahead this weekend. It's the second day of the Big Four of racing. Caulfield Cup's history now. Congratulations to Very Elegant. We're moving on. The Cox Plate and the Manicato Stakes. Hi, I'm the Professor. And I'm his Nate Mick. <laughs> hey, we're right in the middle of the Spring Carnival, Gaza. Biggest weekend of sport this year. Both footy codes, night grand finals, Cox Plate during the day. Thank God, eh? Yeah, yeah, they've just, just come together nicely, really. Yeah, as well, there's not that clash that I guess I was a bit nervous about. Mm. Uh, so Saturday's Cox Plate day, and it's the AFL grand final Day well night really because the AFL's playing its grand final at night. Do you know why? Um, because they always wanted to try it at night sometime. Yeah, because why? Because they reckon they get more. Because the people that watch it during the day can then watch it at night and they go, oh look at all the people we've got. Yeah, well no, they reckon they get more viewers at night time. Yeah, they won't get more viewers. They won't get so. more viewers, and then when it finishes at ten o'clock, everyone's just going to go to bed. Well, I used to start watch it again. Are they thinking of international viewers? They must be, because they can't get more Australian viewers, surely. And uh, what worries me is, uh, because it's going to be at night time, you know, it's always this, you know, up in Queensland, it's a, you know, perfect one day, and then at night, they, they first the first time they touch the ball, it slip, they slip over, and the ball slips out of their hands like soap. And they, that, That's not going to happen, because it's perfect weather up there. Yeah, and it's like... The slippery thing, why if it's slippery, why don't you just have it during the daytime? Like, and it's going to be perfect. I mean, it is going to rain, so that's not going to help. But thank God for the Cox Plate because it's during the day and it'll be run in daylight. Yeah. Uh, won't they just put the, the uh, roof over the top of the oval? I don't know if they had they had they have a, I don't think they've I got I don't one. think they have that yet. They don't have roofs up there. It's, the weather's too nice. They need it. They don't even have roofs in the houses, I don't think. Roofs in the houses. Friday night, the exotically named Man, Manicato Sprint. Manicato. Manicato Sprint, which I think is a Japanese word, Gary. Your son's Japanese, so he might know. <laughs> what do you mean my son's Japanese? Well, doesn't he speak Japanese? That's not the same as being Japanese. <laughs> 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 and have questions to answer. <laughs> it's the, it's, it's what my question that I'd like Anne to answer to is, is it's the last race on the card, right? Which will be good for Williams because he loves winning that last race. But eight forty-five, it's pretty late, isn't it? Like for the last for the main race of the day. No, not when you got a holiday the next day. It's perfect. Well, it's a holiday that day. That's my point. You got a holiday all day with nothing to do. Why have it the main race at under eight forty five? We could add another. I know why. Internationals. What? Oh, you just got your back up now, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Bigger audience. They're thinking like the AFL. It's. A, I mean, it's a public holiday and a lockdown. Nothing to do, and we have to wait till eight eight forty five. I'm going to stop whinging in a minute. Hey. Um. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. I was just thinking. We had some New Zealand listeners too, right? So oh, yeah. eight forty five. Like they're not even going to watch the race, are they? I know. Well, it'll be ten forty-five over there. I don't know. I think they're three hours ahead over there. Two, 
too. Oh, well, daylight savings. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, don't know, know what they are now. Yeah, yeah so that, that throws it all in. But um, the fact that there's no crowds, you know, this year for the Friday night and the Saturday, because I used to stretch out the carnival over two days, wouldn't you just have it in one day and just have the manicado run into the Cox Plate on the Saturday? I mean, what's the point of having it over two days? No one's there. Yeah, it's a good point. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, you know, they could have had 500 people there, but evidently not. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, and I've said it before, but they're just lacking a bit of perspicacity. Who are they? <laughs> Who are these people we bag the whole time? I think they're from Sydney. <laughs> let's anyway, not go there speaking of, Well, we are about to go there because let's, speaking of Sydney, uh, Randwick, how did we go last week? Last week, we, um, well, at Randwick, we went for trekking and um, it was a bit of a roughie in that race. And that's back down in Melbourne trekking. Yeah, I'm talking about the Everest, right? And it was nosed out of fourth position. I I thought it got third for a while, but the photo said it was fourth. And Classic Legend uh, won the race, which was probably not a surprise. It was sort of ranked second favourite in in our system. So It's it's such an arrogant name for a horse, Classic Legend. You know, and yet as it turns out, it was a classic wind and it's shaping up probably to be a legend of the turf, that horse. <laughs> yeah, it's a well-named horse. Unbelievably well-named. Yeah. Just like trekking is. Yeah, coming forth. <laughs> and racing in every single state. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. And uh, Caulfield? Oh, sorry. You've- no, no, Caulfield, we um, we we did the usual two-legged quaddy. We got two legs only, so a bit disappointing. Uh, so, um, so first leg... We got knocked out with the uh, favourite Alpha Aura. Yeah, we went one out in the first leg, and something we, went wrong with that horse, so didn't it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, yeah. We did. The system had Viri Elegant as the outright favourite in the cup in what, that one, so that was a good pick. What a finish! That was a great system pick. I actually backed it off that strength of the system, liking it as well. But that very, very, very elegant versus Dick's brother Tony. And they went flying down the straight. That was a bloody great race. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both have a big chance now, I reckon, to win the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke put in a bloody ripper. Um, the other good run, I thought, was uh, Prince of Aaron. I think, you yeah, know. It was in the shadows, wasn't it? But yeah, maybe, it really came maybe a good well. cup, Melbourne Cup run, really. I, I heard him call it at the tail of the field. The next thing he's called it, and it was just like flashing home at fourth. I thought, geez, that's done well. Um, the only other thing I wanted to say about the races on the weekend was. You know, and regarding the system, is like in the last race, the system had that Madame Rouge at um, $3.50 and the Toad had it at four fifty. So, like, it, it, it wasn't really a bet, a standout bet. But by the end of the day, Madame Rouge started at ten over 10 to 1 and the system, or well, having it at three fifty four four dollars yeah, made, made it a great bet. So sometimes, all, all I want to say is sometimes when I read out the odds that the system has and you know, they're not good bets today. doesn't mean they won't be a good bet on the weekend. That's right. I mean, that was a, probably a deep blue value bet. Yeah, yeah. All right, a couple other Just things to deep say. Deep blue, when you, you know, when you name the, the computer system Deep Blue. When you named it Deep Blue. When you just call it Navy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. So, yep. Yeah. So, you got some, some um, in the news, yeah. have you? No, the other thing I just wanted to mention was uh, Pig, um, the posties, they also. Pig had, and the Piglets. Yeah, they they did all right on the uh, on the weekend. They liked very elegant, um, oh, yeah. and what was their other one? They liked? oh, they liked Prince of Prince of Aaron. They really liked Prince of Aaron. So, so they'll be sticking they on that of, for the cup, maybe. Yeah, both they, of those? they tend to sort of only they tend to stick on their horses. So yeah, I think they will. Quaddy paid three, just under three and a half grand. So it was so, in our yeah, it was, realm. Yeah, 
And the only other thing I'll just mention quickly on it was um, the winner, of the, you know, classic legend you mentioned before, the trainer, Les Bridge, is in his 80s. And I heard had to laugh when I heard one of the commentators say, just goes to show good things can happen in your 80s. Yeah. <laughs> good on him. He seemed like a really a bit of a legend, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And I love that. Have you got anything in the news, Gazza? That's what's been in the current news this week. So, well, in the news, I'll consider that in this podcast, when people listen to it in three months' time, they won't <laughs> think it's that interesting. Well, I mentioned <laughs> the Tassie, the Tassie um, listeners before. Yeah. So there's a Trans Tasman bubble, and um, that's not Tassie listeners, though, is it? S- sorry, yeah, New Zealand listeners. Yeah. There's a Trans Tasman bubble, and it's not the 55 Kiwis that got here, but came down by mistake. It's, we've got a whole spike of listeners over there at the moment. So oh, okay. hopefully they stick with us through the rest of the carnival. I think they liked it because you were saying the other day in a very nice voice that uh, very elegant number six <laughs> is going to win, and I don't think they knew what you are going to say. <laughs> yeah, it was number seven. Well, I've got a mailbag. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I've got a mailbag for you. Uh, a listener in Queensland was very disappointed that the Cox Plate has not joined the Vic Exodus and transferred to the new sports capital, Brisbane. <laughs> okay, so could they handle the AFL and the Cox Plate in one weekend? Yeah, that would be interesting up there, wouldn't it? I don't think they could do it. Well, they don't. They couldn't even run their own Group 1 races in June. They had, like, three people had COVID and they called the whole state off. Everyone had to hold their breath for three weeks. Yeah, they cancelled some of the top yeah. races, didn't they? they cancelled nearly all of them. We're not having horses up here. They got the swine flu, horse flu, pig and, flu. And, and now they want the Cox. Plate. And they want it all. He wants it all. Yeah. They're hungry for it all now. And, no, they'll do a good job. But. And why not the Cup while they're at it? Yeah, why not Why not all the others as well? Boxing Day? <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, so, Spring Carnival Watch. Okay. Um, all right. Let me start with uh, during the week there was the Geelong Cup. Oh, yes. The winner of that was Steel Prince, who we have had on watch. So mm. he stays on watch. That was a good run. He sat in a box seat and then. Yeah. He so he's a lightweight in the cup and he ran last year. And I thought he ran well last year. So we, we've got to keep our eye on him. Now, in that same race, there was a horse called... San Huberto, mm-hmm. which is an imported horse. You like that? Yeah, that I was the emergency it, so last week. Yes, yeah, so I was watching it, watching it, and then I found out that it was really hairy, that it's broken out in its winter coat, and I thought, what does that matter? And I was reading this article, and apparently it saps some of their energy, and so the trainer to get rid of the winter coat had the horse standing under under lights the whole time, so I didn't know if it was day or night. No wonder the damn thing ran second last. Oh, that's bizarre. I yes. don't even I'm, – I'm putting. I'm pressing the challenge button on that. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> In that case, I'm going to move on. Um, Ocean X. Yeah. Um, so still on spring watch. Ocean X, good run. Um, only four lengths off the um, the leaders in the – the winners in the Turnbull. So I think it's going to go all right. In but the, the Mooney Valley Cup. In the Mooney Valley Cup. But yeah, I think it'll go well, well in that. And it likes that – it likes the track and distance. Yeah, yeah. And, and But it's not running super sharp. You know? Yeah, it's, I think it's going to go well. I, I'm thinking a big, big, big place bet. <laughs> I am. I'm thinking that's where I'm going to go with that. Very, right. very elegant. Uh, very elegant. Well, we've talked about that. So well, I, I just want to say that Mark Zara, he's got the gig, and James Max McDonald, that was running very elegant on its wins in Sydney, is on Finch. So, you know, the system 
really love Very Elegant and you really should have had that in a probably a running double for the Melbourne Cup because if this wins the Caulfield, if this win, it'll be the spruce horse if this wins. Yeah, yeah. It'll be amazing. And you, you could have got 100 to 1 or something, oh, you know. Oh, easy, yeah. Anyway, so uh, Master of Wine, what the hell? Oh, we've, we've flagged that as a cup runner. It's all of a sudden found itself in a Cox Plate at 40 to 1. It's lost its way, hasn't it? I, look, I can't understand what they're doing. Caulfield Cup Day, I sort of liked it more and more as we got closer to the race start. And, uh, yeah, it took off. In a sense, you jumped off very elegant and won a Masters of Wine. And it ran out front and just ran itself out, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, Sumidor, I, I, it's, my back, it's my long shot of the day. I reckon it's got a good chance... I know it's eight years old and I don't go for old horses normally, but, you know, I think it's running really well and I think it's got a really good chance to win the Cox Plate at a long odds. What do you think? It does run well at uh, the Valley and it came second one year to Winks. So, yeah. Um, and it's running well now too. It's changed change trains. I mean, the odds suggest well. that it's not going to, but I'm putting a bet on it. You don't normally like the old horses, so that surprises me you're on that. Yeah, no, I don't know. I've never really backed Humidor much. but You're, you're not one of those sort of people that says good things can happen in your 80s. I'm not. As a horse, in your, as a nine-year-old. I'm not a milfer, that's for sure. What, what did we learn, Gazza? Only that. Good things can happen in your 80s. <laughs> oh, from Les Bridges. <laughs> You can also win with Jim Bradley Speedball. Take the Jim Bradley 14-day Speedball Challenge so you can stay both physically and mentally fit if you ever need to self-isolate. Just Google Jim Bradley Speedball. The Professor, you, you brought a Jim Bradley punching bag during lockdown. Was that A, to keep fit during ISO, B, to let out your inner pent-up frustrations, or C, to support the last Australian sporting goods manufacturer left in Australia? I'm going to go D. <laughs> well, none of the above. No, all the above. <laughs> well, E's none of the above. That's right. Um, let's pick the winner, and we won't be going through any of the quasi-group one racing in Sydney, or $1 million Bondi stakes, Gary. Same prize money as the Manicado stakes. It looks like an ordinary three-year-old race. Maybe it's a run-up to next week's derby. So Friday night, Manicado stakes looking more of a race against the weather. Yeah, the Manicado's been around for a while. It's a really good, good race, named after a horse that used to be trained over at Epsom, so not far away from where we used to live. Japanese horse. <laughs> yeah. Um, system's got trekking at 350. I'm, I'm going to stick with trekking. I was How on many treckings week. are there around Australia? Is it like, it's like a franchised horse or something, is it? Yeah. It's in the Everest last week. You can't come it down does, from the Everest. This, this horse does more work than any other horse in Australia. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah. I, I reckon that's a good reason to go against it. I think they're just flogging, flogging it. Yeah, it's got, the system's got Pippi at four, which is not well, bad. I'm thinking odds. of going with Pippi, but I'm also thinking of going with Bella Vella because they both like... Mooney Valley. I thought you'd stick with Pippi. I thought that was yours. I'm, I'm not against it. I'm just going to see which has given me the best value out okay. of those two, and I'll probably go on there. And the rain, you know, hopefully hopefully this race dodges the rain. If it was in during the day, it probably would, but they put it right at the end of the day so it might miss. Well, it the might... rain might be an omen for dirty work. Yeah. Well, that's the second favourite, Gary, so it's probably more than an omen. I think a lot of people are thinking it's going to rain. Yeah. Uh, well, the posties like Hey Doc on that one. Yeah, well, that loves that loves the track too, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cox Plate, 
Um, won't miss the big pour. It's going to get like they're predicting 20 mil of rain, so it's good for our water tanks, but it's just a matter of how wet, how, you know. <laughs> so what do you reckon, a heavy or a soft? I reckon it might even be a heavy. Mm. You know, and even if it's a soft, it won't matter. It'll be like heavy conditions, like some of the horses won't like it. I mean, the it might be in thunderstorms, don't they? Is it Melbourne thunder? I know there's going to be thunderstorms. Mm. I don't know exactly. Well, know, I think um, I think Russian Camelot's pretty good in in the yeah. I don't think that'll be. I don't think that'll be a problem. It's got a pretty wide barrier. Mm. I think I've mentioned. I've declared I'm on humidor. What's the system like? System likes uh, colding. It's got that as the favourite at three dollars. Can you hear the aeroplane go through? Yeah, this is live, people. <laughs> we were going to do an out. We were going to go outdoor and do this podcast, but we our extension cord didn't let us. <laughs> yeah. So we've got the door open. Yeah, it's got th- a colding at 380 and um, Acadia Queen at fives, um, Russian Camelots at sevens, uh, Probabils at nines. So that's probably all the ones it's got under 10 to one. Yeah. It struggles to rate, get a good rating on some of the Europeans. Uh, so I guess you've got to tread with caution there. Well, I did like one of the Europeans at Armory, but I had heard that the two O'Brien horses, Aidan O'Brien, that they're both being tested for lame, and he's one of them, so I'm not happy about putting five to one on something that could be, you know, a little bit not 100% fit. So I'm definitely going to put a bet on the Humidor and, you know, maybe a place bet on um, something, you know, not some other long shot, I think. Yeah, well, I might just have an each-way bet on Grand Slam. I just, I just, Oh, yeah, yeah, you like, like Grand Slam. Yeah, they get the three-year-olds seem to get in this, this incredibly low weight, and um, and in the past, some of them have done pretty well, so I'm just going to have a bit of a look at that. Well, there's only three local horses running in this race. Can you believe it? Well, I said there'll be none coming from overseas, but there's only three that are Australian horses. Acadia Queen, which is Western Australia, so... I know they're not including themselves in Australia, but we're including we it. We still include them. We're still including We love them. We love them. And two long shots, Netaya and Grand Slam. And I know that Netaya run, I don't know if it's pronounced right, Nash was running on it last week, so it's come down from Sydney, so that's not really local. So the Grand Slam could be the local horse. That could be the one local horse. And by the way, Gary, that's the first plane I've heard of, I've heard fly over here since March. <laughs> okay. Because you know, planes in the sky, that's a big deal these days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't think I'd ever hear one again. I'm really excited about this. Might have had trekking on board. <laughs> Probably. Well, you, you know, we can't catch a plane, but the bloody horse flies all over the place. That really annoys me. Uh, yeah. So who who do uh, – what's Deep Blue like? Deep Blue, um, Colding. Colding, yeah. Yeah, because yep. the Totes got it at 15 – had it at 15 to 1 on um, Wednesday when I did the odds. So, you know, that's a pretty good bet, that one. And, you know, Pig's Picks, I mean, we, I will get so many people responding back if we don't put Pig's Picks up. They all follow him. <laughs> he's on Russian Camelot. So, yeah, he's been on that before. And Hey Doc. And, and on he's going to stick on it. So, so Hey Doc and Russian Cam- Camelot run those two into each other. Yeah. Maybe. Now, we're going to go through the quaddy. First leg, we've got the Crystal Mile. And um, what's that? What would that be the distance of that, do you reckon? Oh, probably 1,600. <laughs> yeah, Okay. And who do we like? Our namesake? Well, I like, I'm backing our say, namesake. Should I say eight furlongs? <laughs> when I say I'm, well, you could. When I say I'm backing our namesake, it's not that, um, Is you it know, dumb? Gary and I are an item. <laughs> it's just that and he's got half the name and I've got the other half. Yeah, so you like Homesman, yeah? Yep, number one. I'm putting a bet on that. But if it gets wet... And dirty, I think Dr. Drill's the could be the guy. Yeah, I, look, I think this is a really open race, and um, we should be going pretty wide on this. 
So we'll go field. Field. We'll go to field, yeah. So, so we're getting the second leg, and if anyone follows us this yes, week, so definitely you will make leg. the second leg. The only way you won't make the second leg if it's the washout. Can't blame us for that. So the Mooney Valley Cup, over 1,500. It's a good race. I've always liked this race. I think it's a group three or something. Uh, I like shared ambition, the favourite. Who's the system like? Uh, sound. It's got sound at four to one. Oh, yeah. Which, um, well, now yeah. sound, I think, ran in the Melbourne Cup too. A bit of value on that. It has, I think, yeah. Yeah, so I reckon, and it's got Ocean X at six. Well, so. I'm putting a big place bet on Ocean X. So I reckon that's our three. I reckon it's sound, Ocean X. We'll go those three out. Ambition, yeah. Yep. All right. That sounds good. Uh, so then we're going to the Cox Plate. So have we gone through the horses? Do we? Oh, there's a few we need to talk about, isn't there? We're going to go wide. We're going to go pick six, six or seven, probably six. Who are yeah. the ones we're going to pick and well, why? Well, we went through the odds before. We'll probably stick with them um, and throw in Humidor. So we're um, going to go Colding? Yeah, Colding, Humidor. Um, That's Acad- my pick. Acadia, <laughs> Acadia Queen, the Russian Camelot, Probabil. And chucking Grand Slam, at which the is Gaza's pick. So, so, so Gaza gets one pick. I get one pick, and the system gets four picks. Yeah. But it, it has, shows where our faith is, doesn't it? Well, you know, if Probable came out one, you go fair enough. If Russian Camelot come out run, you go fair enough. If Arcadia Queen come out one, you what's well, in form, you go fair enough. Don't know about your colding. It loves colding, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know why. It just That's good value bet. I'm, I'm tempted that. to put a value bet on, but you know how many horses in a race can you bet? Yeah. And uh, then we come home. We haven't used. What are we up to? We've used the three out leg, yeah, so we're up the six to our out, one leg. out leg. We're up to a one out leg. Oh, do we have to use that this week? We have to go one out. <laughs> That's the rule. Well, I reckon we should go for Mexican food. Yeah, La yeah. Mexicano. It's lightly raced, which means it hasn't lost that many yet. Yep. And if we win, we can go out and eat some Mexicanos. And it's well, we can't go anywhere. But its last start, Gary, at one over four lengths. So you like it. Yeah, that. I, li- I always like that. I think that's a good omen um, to see something win by over four lengths. Yep. So we'll post our selections on the Tipstar Facebook page. <laughs> hey, a big week of both podcasting and betting uh, starting on Thursday night next week for the uh, Derby Day. Uh, back Sunday for the declaration of the Melbourne Cup winner. We're picking it early. Derby Day and at Flemington is also has the Coolmore Studs Group One, Catalana, Catan. Can you say it for me, Gary? No, I'm going to leave you with that one. <laughs> Cantalala Stakes. I don't even know what what Cantalala means. Empire Rose and the Two Million Dollar Derby. Whilst in Sydney, they have a seven and a half million dollar Golden Eagle supported by a couple of other quasi Group One races. We'll probably just focus on the Derby Day in Melbourne. Yeah, I think so. Where the serious racing is. Yeah. Why Sydney can stage the party. Stay tuned for some really big tips to help pay off your house. Good luck. Hey, why can't we have a party, Gazza? Uh, you know, like a digital party. I mean, Dan will let maybe four of us maybe get together. He's actually into digital parties. That's exactly what he wants us to have. I mean, I like the sounds. It sounds a bit um, porno, doesn't it? Digital party. You can have that (laughs) at any old odds. Yeah, your computer might lock up. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Tipstars Group 1 Horse Racing. Further information can be found at tipstars.com.au. And remember, please gamble responsibly. This episode was brought to you by Nichemark, your right-hand team for digital marketing, social media and podcasting. Thinking of starting a podcast? You do the talking, we do the tech. Contact Nichemark to get started.